Hello and welcome to the Nourish Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. I'm a certified health and life coach that works with women to help them end their battle with food in their bodies and to embody unconditional self-love and self-worth. If you feel like you've tried every diet on this planet, hoping to finally love yourself and feel worthy once you get your perfect body, this space is for you. These episodes will open your eyes to the harsh truth of diet culture and encourage you to go within yourself so you can finally see how worthy you are and have always been just as you are. So sit back, relax, keep an open mind, and let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode. I have a question for you um, before we get started that has to do with the topic today. My question is, what is your instant reaction when you see the number on the scale go up, when you try on clothes that might not fit you anymore? What is your instant reaction when you find that your body has changed in some capacity or if you are in a bigger body based off of those things that I just mentioned. What is your instant reaction? And a lot of you are probably thinking, well, you know, I would just hop on a diet, try to quote unquote, get back in control, try to get it together and try to lose some of this weight, right? And there's no... I'm not judging you for that. In fact, that's so valid and that's probably what the majority of people do and it makes sense and I'm going to tell you why in a minute. But that right there is the fear of weight gain. So even if you are somebody who um, is healthy and you eat to nourish your body and you move your body because um, you love it and you know that movement has great benefits for your body, so on and so forth. But my question to you is you can have, you can be healthy and do all of those things. But my question to you is what happens if you gain weight? What happens if you gain weight? What is your relationship to weight? Because if we are still tying our worth and if we are still fearing weight gain, it's all coming from fear, right? It's become, you know, it's not really even all about health anymore for a lot of people. It's just about avoiding weight gain at all costs, right? And when you really zoom out and ask yourself those questions, first of all, know that you're not alone. And it's, again, makes sense why you would feel that way. But I just wanted to bring some awareness to, you know, a fear that you may not even realize that you have. And I think almost everyone, at least at one point in time, has had a fear of weight gain. And, you know, how could you not? Given the world that we live in, this fear is something that's engraved in us and from a very young age, too. There's so many different ways that this fear is programmed into us and it can be really sneaky. And what's scary is, is that it's starting with children. Um, There was just an episode I saw um, 
of a show called Peppa Pig, which is a children's cartoon where the little kid was pointing at his dad's stomach and, you know, making a comment about how big it was and, like, the dad was crying in the cartoon. And although a lot of people may see that and not really think twice about it, not think it's really that big of a deal, but this is how we learn. This is how, you know, kids are learned to... Uh, make fun of kids who are in bigger bodies and make fun of people in general who have bigger bodies and to judge people in bigger bodies is because of situations just like that. And, you know, all the conversations that, you know, are had that we hear um, that reinforce that if you are in a bigger body or if you gain weight, that, you know, it means something bad, that it's not attractive and that you should avoid it at at all costs. So even comments like, you know, a moment on the hips, a lifetime, or sorry, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, um, or saying, you know, I'm trying to watch, or nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, or, oh my gosh, that outfit makes you look so skinny, your waist looks so small, or, you know, making the comments of, oh my goodness, she's put on weight, and commenting on people's weight in general, even if it's weight loss, even if, even if you think it's a positive thing, it is reinforcing the idea that that person was not good enough in their bigger body because you're giving them so much praise now, right? Because they're in a smaller body. And, you know, I remember when I lost a lot of weight for the first time and that is something that I thrived off of and that is something that kept my disordered eating going is people commenting on my body and getting all this attention from people now that I was in a smaller body and it was just kind of reinforcing this belief that I had about myself that okay I'm not worthy in a bigger body I was not lovable in a bigger body I was not attractive in a bigger body but now that I'm in a smaller body it seems like this is working. It seems like I'm finally getting what I want, right? Which obviously wasn't the case because the root issue was, you know, just not feeling good enough and feeling unworthy. Um, but it still engraved that fear in me of, oh my gosh, I can never, how many times have you said, I will never be fat again. I will never get back to that weight again, right? Because you associate meaning to it. You associate emotion to it. Um, and you know, I, I myself obviously have experienced that and that's, you know, totally valid and I get that, but we're not getting to the actual, by going on diets and, you know, it's great to get compliments and, you know, it feels great. You can't deny that. But at the end of the day, it's not getting to the root issue of that fear, right? Of those emotions that you associate with being in a bigger body and being so deathly afraid of that. And being motivated by fear is is not sustainable, right? Because what you're doing is you're putting a band-aid over that fear, right? You're slapping a band-aid on it by you know, trying to control your body because if you don't address the associations with a bigger, with a larger weight, if you don't address your low self-worth, your insecurities, um, the feeling of not being good enough, those feelings will continue to resurface in other scenarios at your job, in relationships, in all areas of your life, right? Like God will literally tell you, this isn't healed yet. You're, you're masking it. You're covering this. It's not healed yet. You haven't gone in, in, within yourself and actually healed those parts of you. 
and people stay in this cycle for years and years and years and years. I mean, women spend half of their life, half of their lives trying to avoid being in a bigger body because of the fear and the deep-rooted issues. But we're so brainwashed by diet culture to believe that every diet's going to be the one. It's going to be the one that finally works, right? But when you look at your experiences, has it ever worked? Have you ever actually got what you wanted after 20 plus years, 10 plus years, 20 plus years, 30 plus years? Have you ever actually got what you wanted? I think it's really important to always look at your experiences and if you've had to keep going back over and over and over again, is it really working? And the thing is, is that diet culture is so manipulative and so good at what they do that nobody ever stops to think of, okay, I've been doing this for 10, 20 years and I have to keep doing it over and over again. Maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not the one who is quote unquote failing, right? And, you know, it's the dream body, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because what you're really after is what you believe that you're going to get once you have this quote unquote dream body, right? It's not about the body. It's about what you think you're going to get how you think you're going to be treated, what people are going to say about you, what you'll give yourself permission to do, right? So I really, really encourage everybody to look at your experiences and, you know, just bring some awareness to it and just know that it was never your fault. It was never your fault. You never failed. The diet did. It's a $70 billion industry, probably more now that's profiting off of you, fearing weight gain and hating your body. It's designed to fail so that you have to keep going back, right? How many times have you said it worked the first time? This worked the first time for me. It worked the first time for me, right? That's how they make their money because you have to keep going back. And they send you in the spiral of this fear of gaining weight and having to control your body and micromanage your food intake. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can take your power back and think about how empowering that would feel. You know, what would, like, what, what would your life be like if you didn't fear weight gain? I want you to just think about that for a second. What would your life be like if you didn't have that fear, if you never had to worry about gaining weight and what your body looked like, if you could just live, what would you do? Just sit with that for a minute and really think about that. And, you know, it's going to show you how much this fear is impacting your life. And I want you to know that everything you're thinking of, of what you would do if you didn't fear waking, is possible for you. 110% is possible for you. And at the end of this episode, you know, I'll go into, you know, how you can start overcoming it. Um, but I went on a little rant there. Anyway, <laughs> um, what I was, you know, starting to talk about before is, you know, how it's programmed into us. And, you know, I talked about, you know, the conversations that are had, the phrases, the, 
you know, we have social media, of course, magazines, commercials, um, you know, even like on like med- med- medication commercials, you'll hear them say in 50% of people lost so many pounds, right? Um, and, you know, even on foods, if you go to the grocery store, how many times do you see skinny and guilt-free? And the labels just reinforce this idea that we must strive for this thin body and avoid being bigger at all costs. And, you know, we see how bigger people are treated. Think about what you think about them and just be honest with yourself. And there's no judgment here, but think about how you view somebody in a bigger body, right? And, you know, even like at the doctors, the way uh, people in bigger bodies are treated. So many people who are bigger or fat will go to the doctor and it's like everything is just brushed off as, well, you just need to lose weight. You just need to lose weight. You're too big. You just need to lose weight. And it's like, okay, most of the people who are bigger, they have tried to lose weight multiple times. And the issue is they're brushed off and told to lose weight. And what do they do? They don't eat very much. They go on these fad diets, these restrictive diets. And um, obviously that's going to slow their metabolism. Might work for a little, might seem like it's working for a little bit, but then their body's going to fight back because that's what your body does when you go on a diet. Your body doesn't know the difference between a famine, you starving yourself and a diet. So what happens is when you don't eat enough, uh, your body, when you try to eat more, it try, it packs on as much fat as it can. This is why you gain weight back plus more. It packs on as much fat as it can to protect you because it doesn't know if it's going to be on a diet again. It doesn't know if it's going to be starving again. And that's why so many people who are in bigger bodies, actually, that's a lot of the reason why they end up so as big as they are because of diet attempts, right? Nobody's teaching them healthy habits or things they can do to um, nourish themselves, right? And nourish their bodies. They're just told to hop on a diet, right? And, you know, just the things that are assumed about them. And of course it makes sense. Of course this would make sense to be afraid of gaining weight. And, you know, your relationship to weight can also be very personal too. Um, For example, for me, when I lost weight for the first time, I was so afraid of gaining my weight back like it was my biggest fear because when I was in a bigger body when I did weigh more I associated that with you know a lot of bullying a lot of people making comments about my body um, feeling inferior to my friends because they were all skinny and I was um, you know curvy and bigger than them right I associated that weight especially I had a specific number that I just would fall apart if I ever saw it again because I associated with it with those experiences and those emotions, right? And, um, you know, the story that I was telling myself, and, and when I say story, I mean, we all have stories that would run in our head because of different belief systems we have. It's essentially an assumption that your mind has come up with. So the story that I was telling myself was if I gain my weight back, then I'm going to go back to being judged and I'm going to feel inadequate and people aren't going to like me. I'm boys aren't going to like me. I'm not going to get a boyfriend. I'm going to feel even more awful about myself, right? That was a story that was running in my head. 
And, you know, you may have a similar one or it could be, you know, something like maybe when you were younger, your mom was constantly weighing you and trying to uh, get you to lose weight and putting you on diets. And something else that I've heard a lot actually lately is of people who were athletes in high school and were very, had a thin body type and then they're now in a bigger body type and it's hard for them because they were so used to being, you know, the ideal body type and the thin body type. And now that they're in a bigger body, um, they, you know, associate this with not being good enough as they, as they once were not being as attractive as they once were. Right. And, you know, this is actually the, probably one of the biggest fears that people have when they want to, they're curious about intuitive eating and they want to, they, they're interested in learning about it and they know they don't want to diet anymore. They're so done with tracking, um, and being obsessed with the way that they look, but there's a really big fear of, of gaining weight. And that makes sense. But again, look at your experiences. What we know to be true is that dieting and intense control over our bodies is actually what causes us to gain weight, right? How many times have you been on diet, gain weight, been on diet, gain weight, been on diet, gain weight, right? So my question to you is what would you have to lose? You already know that from dieting you've gained weight. That's already happened from dieting. So you could really go back on a diet, repeat that same cycle, or you could face your fear and do it anyway. It's possible for two emotions to exist at the same time. You can feel fear and relief and fear and excitement at the same time. And also, if you go back to dieting, you, you know what's going to happen because you've already experienced it. With intuitive eating, it's a little scarier because you don't know what's going to happen. But what you do know is that you have a lot more to gain than just weight. If you even gain weight, I can't tell you what's going to happen when you stop dieting. You can gain weight, you can lose weight, you can maintain it. Your body's going to do what it's supposed to do to keep you safe, right? But think about what else you can gain, right? Feeling confident in your body without having to diet, not having to worry about people judging you, inner peace, right? Because you're not stressed about what you look like or about the foods that you're eating. Going to out to dinner and it fully enjoying it, being present, not feeling guilty for having a glass of wine or for eating dessert, right? Wearing a bikini and feeling confident in yourself. And even on the days when you don't like the way you look, you still know that you're worthy. You still love yourself. And you know that a diet uh, is not going to give that to you because you give it to you. You have the power to give yourself self-love. That's why it has self in front of it. It comes from you. It's not going to come from anything outside of yourself. So, So, with that being said, let's talk about some ways that you can start to overcome your fear of weight gain. And it's not going to be what you think. So I'm not going to give you a bunch of things that you can go and do right off the bat because it's not really how this works, to be honest. There are a few things you can do 
but what it really comes down to is doing the inner work. That's what it comes down to. So get curious. So when you feel like you've gained weight or you step on the scale and you don't like what you see, you try and close and they don't fit. You're looking in the mirror and you feel bigger. Before you have that instant reaction, get curious. What is the story that's running through your head about being in a bigger body? What will happen if you gain weight? What, will, what would that mean about you if you were in a bigger body? Right? Is it that your people are going to judge you? Is that um, you won't be able to get a significant other? Is it because you are just fearing judgment and fearing of, you know, not being worthy or not being lovable or not feeling good enough? What is the story that's running through your head? And get curious about where this even came from. And if it's true, do you think that's actually true? Whose truth is that? Because it's not yours. All of those things were learned. You didn't, you know, when you were a little girl and you went to the beach and when you, you know, you weren't worried about what your body looked like, right? You were just worried about being in the present moment and having fun. And honestly, a lot of this work is just getting to know yourself and having, you know, other pleasure and um, being fulfilled by other things than just your body, right? A lot of this is just going deeper with yourself and exploring these parts of you that feel this way and reparenting yourself, right? What would you say to, you know, your 12-year-old you or your 15-year-old your you who, you know, just started feeling bad about her body, your 20-year-old you, your 30-year-old you, what would you say? What would you say to her? And that's how you should be treating yourself, right? Because you're more than just your body. You are so much more than your body. And in order to actually embody that and believe that, you have to get to know yourself and get to know where all these beliefs came from, right? And, you know, this obviously takes time and it helps to have somebody support you, such as a coach like myself. And by the way, I am taking one-on-one -on -one clients for my Worth Within program. Um, and this is what I do. I really help you to explore the depths of yourself so that you can see your truth and you can see who you really are um, and embody unconditional self-love. And, you know, there are some other things that you can do right now. You can, again, um, I know I mentioned this in the last one, but be aware of what you're consuming. Um, and, you know, does your social media feed, is it just a bunch of thin white women uh, that you're seeing all the time, right? So definitely filter your feed again if you haven't already. Um, definitely try to work on limiting your scale use and your measuring and your body checking because, again, all those things are reinforcing the idea that if your body changes that, you know, you are not going to be good enough, right? You can also, you know, set boundaries with the conversations that are being held around you. You have every right to walk away from a conversation that, you know, is triggering for you. You can let people know in your life that, hey, I'm trying to work on, you know, really appreciating my here and now body. 
Um, and you know, it, it makes me really uncomfortable when you make comments about your body and setting those boundaries, walking away from conversations that don't serve you in the relationship you want to have with your body and that are causing you to fear weight gain even more, right? And also just take some time to make a list of what you, what more can you gain besides the weight? If you even do gain weight, what can you gain from letting go of dieting? What can you gain from that? That is what we want to focus on and really embody that and step into that, that version of you that isn't afraid of weight gain. That's just living her life for her and knowing that regardless of what her body looks like, she loves herself anyway. And the thing is, is our bodies are going to change. They're going to change. That's inevitable. Regardless of what diet culture tells you, and they tell you you can control your body and you can manipulate it and so on and so forth, but you don't have the same body you did when you were 10. You don't have the same body you did when you were 16, right? And maybe, you know, you don't have the body, the same body you did when you were 21. Our bodies change, and it's incredible that our bodies can change based on our physical and emotional needs, right? Our body is always taking care of us even when we don't look at it that way and it truly is just amazing so with that being said again some things that you can do get to know yourself get curious about the stories and what you are associating with weight gain and where it came from right in it discovering your truth what do you want to believe what are you choosing to believe that can be in alignment with letting go of this fear, that future version of you that isn't afraid of waking. What does she believe? Write those beliefs down. Write them down and say them to yourself every single day. Embody, embody it, embody that version of you. Some other things is letting go of the scale use, um, setting boundaries around those body bashing conversations and being mindful of what you consume on a daily basis. So with that being said, that's all I have for you. I hope that you found this valuable and it encouraged you to kind of dig a little bit deeper with yourself. And again, if you need help doing that and you don't really know where to start, I am available. I am accepting clients. Or if you just want to hop on a call, we can totally do that too. And yeah, that is all I have for you today. So I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the episode. It would mean the world to me if you left a review, sent this podcast to someone you love, or took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram. This not only helps my podcast, but also helps to get these important messages out there. If you don't already, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at nourishfulsoul. N-O-U-R-I-S-H-F-U-L-L-S-O-U-L. Sending you all the love and I will see you in the next episode.